It's my A George, and you are listening to Studio22Live.tv. You are tuned in to Studio22Live.tv. Podcast episode number 26. Studio 22 Live. Welcome to Studio 22 Live.tv podcast where we discuss valuable topics, interview amazing people, sharing their stories and valuable lessons learned to educate, empower, and impact lives across the world. Welcome back to Studio22Live.tv Podcast. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Today's show is going to be amazing. We have an exclusive, special interview with Dr. Kishma A. George, who is a CEO, evangelist. She is also a playwright and an author, as well as many, many, many phenomenal things she's been doing, not only here in the community, but all over the country. She is a world-renowned, powerful speaker as well, has done some incredible things in the community, and I'm honored to have her on the show today. I want to thank you guys for continuing to support us. Don't forget our number is 610-466-5461. We ask you to give us all your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your suggestions that we can make the show better. And uh, we're actually um, are, have been pushing. We're actually coming up on a year. You know, it takes time to grow something like this. It takes time to build. And uh, we kind of uh, we're going, you know, week to week to week, and then we started re- kind of restructuring what we were doing. We're we're looking to be able to go into iTunes, and right now we're at about three thousand plays on SoundCloud, just a little over three thousand. And so we want to be able to push more. We want to be able to push for ten, twenty, thirty thousand. We got listeners that are all over the world that are listening to the show. So we are excited, and the momentum is building for the show. We are we're being very selective. We got a production team bringing on some interns that we're going to be working with, coming up, coming up with some creative ideas and things of that nature. So we're excited to be able to to just continue to work still. Twenty two Live TV podcast because podcasting is the future, and we're also going to be working on networking with other people and networking with other companies and other people or other businesses who actually want to start their own podcast. We're going to be putting together a program to allow you not only to be able to start your own podcast, but to be able to run your own podcast. We're going to have a program and add you to our network. And then you'll be able to take your podcast and and, and pick whatever niche you want and add it to our network, the Studio22Live.tv podcast network, as we're going to be producing, training, and also being able to engineer podcast as well. I am just flat out excited to be able to share with you today that the Steel 22 Live.tv podcast is growing and it's growing fast. So you definitely want to be able to hook in. Uh, you, you can you can subscribe. You can download the shows. They're all free. And I don't know how long they're going to be free because once we start really, really building some Bring, we're going to be bringing in some C-listers and some B-listers and some A-listers and some different interviews. You never know who, who we're going to interview. Uh, so do not despise the small beginnings, as the good book says, because you just never know. You'll be saying, man, I remember when they started that podcast. They had so-and-so and so-and-so on there, and they just actually changed my life. And now look at them. In the meantime, coming up next, we got our special guest who's going to be talking to us about her career, her, about her phenomenal impact that she's had, and just how God just blessed her in her life and how he just took somebody who 
uh, started out with very low self-esteem and come out to be coaching and mentoring and, and training women and empowering them now to let them know that they have worth, they have purpose. And I cannot wait till you hear this phenomenal interview with Dr. Kishma A. George coming up next on the Steel22Live.tv podcast. Started, I always love to start the show off on a high positive note. So yes, next up is our joke of the week. This one's called The Chief's Daughter's Wedding. A police officer in a small town stopped a motorist who was speeding down Main Street. But officer, the man began, I can explain. Just be quiet, snapped the officer. I'm going to let you cool your heels in jail until the chief gets back. But officer, I just wanted to say, I said keep quiet. You're going to jail. He took him to the prison and threw him in jail. There were a few gentlemen in there as well, in the cell. A few hours later, the officer looked in on those prisoners and said, huh. Lucky for you that the chief is at his daughter's wedding and he'll be in a good mood when he gets back. One of the other prisoners in a nicely dressed suit said, don't count on it. And the motorist said, why not? And he said, I'm the groom. <laughs> Ooh, and that's our joke of the week. Next up is our birthday shout outs. I want to give a special happy birthday to our guest today, Dr. Kishma A. George. My man Fred Monroe, Terry Jones, Pamela Richardson, Corey D. Henry Sr., Pastor Mamie Gamble, and last but not least, Sharon Nichols. Happy birthday from Steel22Live.tv. Welcome back to Steel22Live.tv podcast. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and I'm honored and privileged to be able to introduce to you a woman who is the epitome of excellence. And right now I'm going to read to you her impressive bio to introduce Dr. Kishma A. George to our listeners. As an evangelist, inspirational speaker, mentor, playwright, producer, and author, Dr. Kishma A. George's mission is to inspire people to fulfill their God-given purpose. Dr. Kishma's work as a speaker and mentor is executed through the Women's Destined for Greatness Mentoring Program in collaboration with the Juvenile and School System in Kent County, Delaware. She believes wholeheartedly that despite life's circumstances, there is greatness inside of you. Dr. Kishma A. George is the president and CEO of Kish Home Inc. It was founded out of the desire to make an impact on the lives of girls and women in Delaware as well as those young women who are presently in or have aged out of the foster care system. Dr. George worked as an independent living mentor. She witnessed firsthand the tremendous challenges of aged out foster care youth experiences while trying to find their way to a self-sufficient and stable life. A passion within her grew for these young adults and their future as she experienced their frustration in handling basic skills such as opening a checking savings account, parenting, and the frustration of single parenthood. Dr. George knew that these young adults, whether they were a single parent or single, needed a strong support system that would empower and encourage them to take control of their lives. Dr. Christmas dream is to open a 24-hour transitional home for young women presently in or have aged out of the foster care system in Delaware. She wants to make a difference in their lives 
and make certain that they have a safe, successful transition to adulthood and independent living. Dr. Kissman is not only a visionary, but an esteemed writer, director, and producer of the inspirational stage play, When You Have a Dream, in which she starred in the leading role. Her diligence and passion for young women has been recognized in various newspaper articles, including the Dover Post, Delaware News Journal, Delaware State News, and Milford Beacon. She was also featured in the Kingdom Voices Magazine, Gospel For You Magazine, Kish Magazine, Bond Inc., and Blogspot's Weak Spotlight fostered out of love. In addition to appearing as a special guest on the Atlanta Live TV show, Life Talk Radio Show with Coach TMB, Live TV Show Straight Talk for Women Only, and the Frank and Travis Radio Show on Praise 105.1, Empowered Women Ministries have recognized Dr. Kishner as the Woman of the Year in the category of Entrepreneurial Success, as well as Zeta Phi Beta Sorority, Theta Zeta Zeta Chapter, for her outstanding involvement in the greater Dover community. She was also presented with the Diversity Award in 2013 from the State of Delaware, Social Services, the Authentic Servant Leadership Award in 2014, and Newcastle County Chapter of the DSU Alumni Association 33rd Annual Scholarship Luncheon for Outstanding Service to the Wilmington Community and the Delaware State University. Dr. Kishman received her Bachelor of Science degree in Psychology from Delaware State University and Honorary Doctorate of Philosophy, Humane Letters from CICA International University and Seminary. Her passion is to empower you through the Word of God and inspire you to begin living your dreams. And it's my honor and privilege to introduce and welcome to our listeners, Dr. Kishma A. George to the Studio22Live.tv podcast. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kishma. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I want to thank you for coming on. When you were younger, who did you look up to mostly? When I was younger, I looked up to my parents. Um, they were my role models in life, um, the way that they live, um, the way that they um, serve God. And they were the main ones that actually I looked up to. Okay. And what, what, tell us a little bit about your parents. Were they working parents? Were they, were they business people or what? Yes, my father, um, well, he's deceased right now. He was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mother is a, was an educator. Um, she was a teacher. So, you know, I grew up um, learning skills, being an entrepreneur, as well as, you know, being an educator and, and um, all the good qualities that my parents had, yes. So you got that entrepreneurial spirit, honestly. <laughs> yes, and from my um, father's um, side, because all my father's family are entrepreneurs. Wow. That's amazing. And and is that normally the culture over there to be to have your own business as opposed to, you know, over here in the States, we, you know, we're talking about go to school, get good grades, get a job. And, it, you know, uh-huh. w- w- what's the culture over there uh, in, in the Virgin Islands? Well, the culture in the Virgin Islands um, is always to put God first and okay. to have education. Education is the key. Okay. And um, so that's why I basically grew up on, you know, just, making sure you always keep God first, 
even though I went astray for a minute. Well, yeah, we all do. <laughs> I can't back You know, I was like um, the lost son, and I yep. came back home. Uh -huh. Like, this is, not, this is not for me at all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. back. So, basically, yes, education and always putting God first. That's that's awesome. So, um, did the uh, school that you went to was it over here or is it over there? The the college. Um, I w I attended Delaware State University. Okay. Yeah. And I grew up in the Virgin Islands from kindergarten to twelfth grade. Okay. Gotcha. And I transport up here, you know, to the Delaware, and I attended Delaware State University where I did my um, psychology degree. Now you got all these different states around here. New York, you got Baltimore, you got, you know, New Jersey. What made what made you pick Delaware? That is a funny story. <laughs> I mean, it's really funny because um, some of my friends were applying for colleges and um some decided they wanted to attend Delaware and I was like, Okay, that's where I'll go. I didn't I did not research anything. I just I was like, okay, if everyone's going there, then I'll go there. Right. So that's how I ended up. I stumbled <laughs> in Delaware. But you see, you know, what I realized with God is that what we think is a mistake, what we think is a, um, is not um, the way that we think it will go, it, nothing happens just by accident. Right. Absolutely. You know, nothing mm -hmm. happens by accident. So... I just, I just ended up in Delaware, and I stayed in Delaware. It's really funny. <laughs> just, just, Everybody that I came up here with, they left Delaware, and they went somewhere else. They went somewhere else, and you stayed right here. Well, it's, yeah. I think that based on the work that you've already done, I think that we needed you. Because I'm born and raised in Delaware. Uh, you know, the hospital that I was born in, they knocked it down and made it a condominium. Now, they didn't knock it down after I was born, but, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I definitely know this state. And uh, we, we, I mean, people like yourself um, that, 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 that have that caring heart, that caring soul, and just, just being led by God and allowing him to do it. You know, those are kind of... Those are the kind of people that he plants in in the areas that 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 need people like that. So definitely, we we are uh, definitely. I believe that that's why you were here as well. Nothing happens by chance, like you said. Nothing happens. <laughs> so, what were some of the challenges um, for you um, in school? Um, the challenges for me in school, um, growing up, I didn't really know who I was. So I was trying to fit in. I didn't. I had very little self-esteem. I didn't know who I was. So I wanted to be a part of, you know, you know how you have that click home. But for some reason, I just did not fit in. Mm. I just could not fit in. And then I struggled very, very much so in academics. Um, I always had to go to summer school. My mom always had to make sure I had a tutor. Um, I have a brother as well. Okay. He, okay. he will go through the whole school year just flying colors, but for me, I always struggle, but my mom never gives up on me, mm. so I always go through the classrooms, you know, once a month, talk to the teachers, see what she could do to make sure that I was on top of the game, and uh, my mom never gives up on me, even though, you know, people never thought that I would never be anything, she knew that I was going to do something, but she didn't know what it pertained to be, but, you know, she never never gives up on me. She always talked positive and she was really truly a blessing in my life because she spoke life 
into me. And up to this day, you know, when I think I can't do something, she will always say, you can do it. Mm. Never, my mom never said any negative words to me, absolutely never said anything negative to me at all. Wow. I would speak life, you know? Mm-hmm. And that kind of support is that that yes. you know I have one. Yes. Sometimes I ask people what drives you, but that um a, a, a mama pushing you will drive you. Yes, but you know what I realized too in life that if you find one person, just one, who believes in you, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. One, just one, because you need that. You know, you just need that encouragement, that support, that empowerment, that inspiration, just one person to just speak life into you, to speak into your being that you can, you can be who God created you to be. You know, I I believe that you will birth everything that God has placed inside of you. That's absolutely correct. Yes, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about how you got into, about particularly, uh, I know that you're a speaker, you're a mentor, how did you become a producer and a playwright? And tell us a little bit about Kish Home Inc. Well, I mean, it's everything is so um, funny the way how everything just been unfolding. Um, I began up to be a playwright because God had given me a vision to open up a transitional home for young women aging out of foster care, and I was asking God for directions. And I remember. Um, you know, walking in the journey with the nonprofit organization and some of the board members were um, telling me I should go to different banks. And every time I would go to the bank to get money, you know, to start up the company, I would get declined. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day leaving the bank and I was very frustrated to the point that I was like, God, I think you got the wrong person. I don't want to do this again. It was very, very frustrated. Right. And God, you know, God, when I went into the prayer room that evening, God revealed to me that you're looking for an investor and the things that you need is already inside of you. Mm. So as I began to seek the face of God and begin to fast and to pray, God began to download ideas and strategies and ways to begin to bring in money to give, you know, to for the nonprofit. Right, gotcha. Was birth. That's how the magazine was birth. That's how the books was birth. That's how the tours was birth because we begin to download the ideas and a lot of times you know when we're walking into our purpose we're looking for you know people to sow into the um the vision but it's okay for that but you can't rely on them you gotta you know keep your edge to the post of god and access for directions and he will give you the ideas on how to produce the money because the money is already done it's already there it's just for you to be able to tap into that resource and that's how, you know, being, um, that play was birthed out. Um, he reviewed to me to um, talk about when you have a dream and, you know, just talk about the struggles that I've been through and where I'm um, at, at that time of, you know, actually walking into the vision of opening a transitional home for young women aging out of foster care. So being in the, going through the process when you have a dream, because many of times we have a dream, but we don't want to go through the process to be able to, get to the dream mm-hmm. and, right. and um the nonprofit organization was birthed out the kishom inc nonprofit organization was birthed out based on an incident that i had i was working with a young man who aged out of the foster care system he was 18 years old and on his 18th birthday the foster mom turned to me and said 
he can't stay there anymore. And he had tears in his eyes. And I remember driving around all day. And the shelters were full. And at the end of the day, you know, you cannot take the client home with you. And I was just asking, well, is there anywhere else you can go? You know, and he was like, no. Wow. And at the end of the day, I was like, you have to think, you know, a little harder. And he said, the only place that I have that you could drop me is I could sleep outside my brother's job, which was a restaurant. And I remember dropping him off there, and I was so grieved. I, I went home, and it was raining that night. And I was twisting and turning in my bed, and I was like, God, something has to be done. And that's when God brought out that vision within my spirit, you know, to, um, to open up and help that population have a safe transitional place that when they age under the foster care system, that they will have a place safe to, uh, a place, um, safe place to live. So that's how Kids Home Inc. was birthed out. You know, it, it's, it's interesting you say that because when you think about kids in foster care, um, you're thinking, okay, yeah, they have a place to stay, you know, when they're younger, you know, you're thinking foster child between, you know, 5 to 10 and, you know, 10 to 15. And, but yeah. 18 years old, they are pretty much what you're telling me is they're on their own. True, yeah. And they, and, and there's no, they don't have a way. They didn't have a way, as far as you knew, to to place them somewhere, or they just they just pretty much write them off. We did our job, and that's it. Yeah. Wow. And it's sad because you, at, at the age of eighteen, you're still a baby. Yeah, absolutely. You're still a kid. Right. But I think the hardest part for them is this: I know at the age of eighteen, I couldn't wait to get out my mom, my parents. <laughs> yeah, I was the same I, way. <laughs> you know, I left Virgin Islands. I never looked back. That's it, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> Gone. Right. For them, they don't have that support. Like, if something God forbid happened, you can always go back to your mom, your dad, your relatives. But because of the transition that the majority of them had, you know, their mom is probably in prison, their father is deceased, you know, they really don't know who they're connected to with family members. You know, their life is just like kind of like all over. So, you know, that's a scary place for them to be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Wow, I'm I'm just glad that you were able to, you know, to continue doing that and God deposited that into you. And so do you get a lot of kids um, right now that, that you have to deal with that are transitioning in? Does, I mean, does it keep you busy with them? Yes, I'm very, very, very busy. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, now let me ask this, how do, you, how, do, how do you balance your life, your career, family with all this going on? I want, um... At first, I was not, I don't think I was balanced yet because, you know, everything was just trans, transitioning, and I had to seek the faith of God and ask him to for direction. So, basically, I always have to keep God first um, in everything, and then family second, and then division third. Got it. Okay. So, I had to make sure I had the order right. Mm-hmm. So, always God first. Family and then division, and then that's how I'm able to, you know, balance everything. And it's by God's grace that He graced me to be able to, um, you know, to work in different areas. Yes. Right now. Absolutely. And how important is family to Dr. Kishman George? Family is very, very. <laughs> yes. Very important. Also, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, I have a daughter, so I have to make sure that, you know, I spend as much time with her. 
um, she'll be graduating next year, so. All right, to, nice. Yeah, and I have to be able to make sure I spend as much time with her, um, so she'll be ready to be a, um, a daughter as well, and that she have, you know, intimate time with me, because I'm out there all the time, so I have to make sure that, you know, I balance her out, that she doesn't feel like, well, you're helping everyone else, but you're not helping me. That makes sense, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, so you know, one of the I, things I, that I, uh, I um, uh, I started mentoring a kid uh, a couple of years ago, and I had five children, and that was one of the things that I, I, I didn't, I kind of avoided doing it. Like, I wanted to help out other kids and stuff like that, but I was saying to myself, I got let me let me mentor my own kids first <laughs> before I go out there and mentoring somebody else. But I um for me, I know that this is definitely a struggle trying to balance it out. Um, and so, do you think that she feels that way, or, or, or did you, were you able to work it out to where you get that equal time? Well, what I do is I don't book everything. You know, sometimes we hang out. You know, I make sure that we have time to hang out. I don't book every weekend. Mm -hmm. I balance everything out. Like, I, I know certain things that I'm going to do. Um, if she has different events to go to, you know, I'm always there for her. Just like how my mom was there, I want to make sure that I'll be there for her as well. There you go. Now, um, there's a lot of, of our listeners who sometimes they... That, you know, right now we're, we're right about about six to ten countries. And there's, so it's not just in this area, but there's some that kids are out there and some girls that are out there. And we actually um, that really just have low self-esteem. So what kind of advice would you give someone who really doesn't know what their purpose is? They maybe have low self-esteem. What kind of advice would you be able to give them to, to allow them to, to, to let them know that they can start living their dreams as well? Well, the advice I would give them is that always seek the face of God to find out who you are in Him. Never look for a man or a woman to identify who you are, because people will lead you on wrong. They will tell you who, who they think you should be or what you should do in your career or what your dreams should be. But I always seek God for an answer. And sometimes some people ask, well, how do I know when God speaks? Mm. You will know when God speaks you would definitely know when he speaks to you. And as you continue to ask God those questions, he will place you at the right place at the right time. He will send people in your life to mentor you, to coach you. He will send people to be able to speak life into you, and they'll be able to guide you as well. And um, if you have your self-esteem, as you continue to stay with in the face of God, God will begin to reveal to you, you know, your purpose and the plans that He has for you. You know, if you um, have, to, if you connected to the wrong crowd, you know, He will reveal to you that's not the right crowd, and then God will place you with the right people, you know, to be able to help you birth out the greatness that's inside of you. <laughs> This is our motivational moment. The great Napoleon Hill has a quote that I really have been thinking about, meditating on, and, and it deals with how we create life or destroy life with our tongue. And the quote goes, think twice before you speak because your words and your influence will plant the seed of either success or failure in the mind of another. You know, when we're younger, they tell us sticks and stones may break our bones. This is for 
more of the old head folks like myself. But names will never hurt you. But even though that may be an old saying, there's so much power in it. Because it doesn't really matter what people say to you. If your mind is not open and you don't allow them in. When I was younger, a lot of people said some very, very mean things to me. And I wanted to say some mean things back. And maybe there were some times I should have said something back. And there's a lot of times where I held my tongue. And even before my spiritual life, even in my non-spiritual life, I just knew that my grandma said, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. But I did learn to think twice because I know that one thing that you can't do, whether it's with your children or on the job or even in your relationships, once you say something out of your mouth, you cannot take it back. So it's good advice to be able to think once and think twice, because most of us, we think once and we go. They say men and women, I was reading in the book, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Women are emotional. They, they just think and go. And men think and think and think and think and never do anything. And But for those who understand the principle is that it's not that you can't speak what's on your mind. It's not that you can't say what you want. It's not like that, that you're they're showing weakness by holding back. I personally believe that you have more strength in your restraint than you that then you have strength in reacting strength in cutting someone with your tongue strength in beating someone down strength in putting someone down strength in just destroying or ripping to shred someone all because of your own personal agenda ego, attitude, or posture that you will not be talked to any kind of way. But when you think about children, relationships, husband, wives, boyfriend, girlfriends, you want to think twice if you really value your relationship because it's all about relationships. If I have a relationship with my daughter or my son, I'm going to think twice before I say something to them. That could destroy their mindset, their thinking, their self-esteem. I could say something to them that will send them into the pool and pit of depression. Or I can say something to them that will encourage, uplift, and also correct them in a way. That won't curse them. I think twice when I think about relationships. I've made a lot of mistakes where I've, I've said something and I couldn't take it back. When I was young and I just didn't care. And I realized later on in life. That person that I spoke it to. I, I spoke a seed of poison to them. And I asked for forgiveness and I hope and pray that. They do forgive me. And I've grown to now think twice before I say something. Think about the other person first when you're thinking about that. Because people 
who know you, who like you, who respect you, or who love you. You have a center. You are a center of influence to them. They look up to you. And whether they tell you they look up to you or not, and in the days of Facebook and social media, they follow you because you're influential. They follow your words. So even when you're posting on Facebook and Instagram, think twice before you speak because your words will plant a seed of success, encouragement, uplifting, uh, motivation, inspiration, and allow them to change their life in a positive way or take a different direction or you will speak death and disability and poison and failure to them or remind them of how much of a failure they are or remind the ha that father how, how deadbeat he is or that mother who ain't taking care of her kids or anybody that's out there or that friend that just speaks ill will. You can speak ill will all day of people. But it always comes back to you. It always does. So remember to think twice before you speak, as Napoleon, the great, as the great Napoleon Hill states here in this quote, because your words, your influence will plant the seed of success or failure. Isn't it amazing that you can talk to someone out in the street and say, I'm disappointed in you? And they say, I don't care. Doesn't matter. You don't have any influence over me. But if you speak to your child and you look at them and you say, I am disappointed in you. It can crush them. Because you're their parent, you're their mother, you're their father. It could absolutely destroy them. Because now the person who is the biggest influence in my life, I have let down. And I'm sure you can feel that because there's someone that you have let down in your life. And someone also that has let you down who was influential in your life because they spoke ill words. They, they planted bad seed in you. And now it took your life on a, on a tumultuous spin. I, I, I just, and just, a, uh, just a terrible, terrible, uh, tumultuous journey to where if they would have just said one kind word to you, one smile, one good thing, it could have changed your life for the better. So be very careful. The words that you speak, be very careful that you don't speak death into people. Be very careful that you don't bully people in social media. Be very careful. When you're speaking to your kids that you don't speak death to them. Be very careful when you allow them to cuss when they're five years old and you want to get mad when they're 15. Be very careful when you talk about your friends and bite, backbite each other and your coworkers and your family. Be very careful and think twice before you speak. Because your words will plant a horrible, dangerous seed. That will cause people to destroy themselves. Or you could think twice before you talk to your wife or talk to your husband and not try to push their buttons, but think twice because you love them and you don't want to hurt them 
although they've hurt you. But think twice because fire and fire doesn't work. Two fires, two matches put together makes a bigger bonfire. Somebody's got to be the ice. It's not about being a bigger person. It's about compromise. Someday, I'll submit. Someday, you'll submit. It's deposit and withdrawal. It's give and take. It's planting good seed, encouraging, and being disappointed, but being able to speak to that thing, to the thing and remove the emotion of the disappointment. Speak it, the fact that you were disappointed, but don't curse that person because that person may be at a point in their life where they didn't know any better. They're just doing what they know. They just, based on how they grew up, they're doing what they seen. So speak life when you think about things. Speak positive things. Because the world, I always say, the world needs no help being negative. Self-esteem comes from being poured into in a positive way by people who have a great influence on your life. So think twice before you speak. Because your words and your influence will plant a seed of either success or failure in the mind. And once you plant something in that mind, it stays there. It's hard to get it out. Even if you forgive somebody, it still stays there in your subconscious. And you got to clear it out over time. And it's harder to clear out something negative, a seed of negativity that has grown weeds, that have totally just taken over your entire mind, than to plant a seed that will blossom of positivity, goodwill, life, self-esteem, encouragement. But we have to do that with one another to make this world a better place. And I don't mean to go all Michael on you, but that's exactly what it is. It's about being able to take 50 positive things to negate or to snuff out one negative thought. 50 to 1. So we got to do more. Speak more life. Think, think, more bef- think more before we say things to people. That's going to make them feel down and depressed and, 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 and suicidal, to be, to be really honest with you. What you say out of your mouth can build or destroy. So think twice before you speak. Because you can't take it back. Tell us a little bit about the books and um, your events that are coming up. What can they expect at a Dr. Christmas George event, because you network with a lot of people. We recently had my girl Del Scott on the show, and uh, yes. talking about em- empowering women. She's phenomenal. Her show was phenomenal yes. to unleash their inner drive. And you network with a lot of people. And I'm telling you, I look forward to your post on Facebook. <laughs> I definitely look forward to. It. So with the status of the world right right now, how important it is for people to really connect with the Lord with everything's going on with all the killings and all the uh-huh. the cop stuff. What is your take on what's going on and what people really need to do to kind of save themselves? Uh-huh. I mean, right now you can see that we live in the last days. It's, I mean, as you look 
you know, in the Bible, you can see everything um, that is just unfolding revelation um, right now. And um, right now, we need to cry out to God. Right now, I think, as a body of Christ, we need to get together and pray and fast and be in one accord. I think that um, in the body of Christ, we're not holding one head. You know, um, we need to take more kingdom. And we need to be in one accord and just to be able to do what God has called us to do. It's too much competition. It's too much, um, you know, envy, jealousy. But if we together as a body of Christ come together in one accord, boy, the enemy will be really, really in trouble. So I'm just saying this out that we just need to pray more and fast more and keep our head to the pulse of God in this hour. Absolutely. Dr. Kisman Jules, I thank you very, very so much. How can people get in touch? Uh, how can people get in touch with you to kind of follow you? And do you have a website? Because we're going to update, give you a page on on our website, and put all your contact information in our show notes as well. And all of you listeners that are listening to Dr. Jules, that you'll be able to see that. But just give us a little bit of information on how they can contact you and any web any website information that you have. Okay, so if you want to check out the Kish Magazine website, you can go to www dot kish k-i-s-h hyphen magazine dot com you can go to www.kishma k-s-h-m-a george dot com and if you wanted to visit the dreamers movement comment or web dreamers movement dot net or you can hit us up on facebook facebook twitter instagram linkedin absolutely Dr. Kishman George, I thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing with us and being candid with us on the show. Uh, we, we wish you so much success and blessings for you continue to be able to do your work in the kingdom. We're very, very honored to have you. And we're looking forward to actually having you come back. I don't know if you remember, we actually met through my work, my good friend and good brother, uh, Mr. Leonard Young from DelawareBlack.com. <laughs> Yeah, so I definitely uh, wanted to let you know that's where it was from. I just want to thank you, and hopefully we'll be able to bring you back and have you on the show again. Awesome. Thank you so much. I would love to. Thank you. All right. Have, you have a great night, and God bless. I'll talk to you. God bless. At the end of every episode, when you listen to Studio22Live.tv podcast, you are always going to be able to look forward to some words of encouragement, inspiration, or words of wisdom that can get you through the rest of the week, the rest of the day, or the rest of the year. And the one I want to end with today is a great quote from Bishop T.D. Jakes, and it's simply this. If you can't figure out your purpose, figure out your passion, for your passion will lead you Right into your purpose. Studio 22. Thank you so much for listening to Studio22Live.tv. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. We strive to continue to add value to the lives of all of our listeners, and we appreciate you for giving us time out of your day. Don't forget, you can check out the show notes and resource links on your website, as well as subscribe to our newsletter, and you can send us your questions, birthday shoutouts, comments, and suggestions on Studio22Live.tv. That's S-T-U-D-I-O-22Live.tv. Always positive, always on.